Hello, hello, and welcome to Intentional Sounding. It's the Draw Play Podcast. I'm your host, Draw Play Dave Rapocio, and I'm very sorry we didn't have a podcast episode last week, folks. I was sick with the flu. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like Wednesday morning, which is the day we record, I woke up with like all all classic flu symptoms, like chills and the fevers and all that stuff, and my like voice wasn't doing too your, good. Your butt and yeah, you know how it is. And yeah, and like and rivers of like lava coming out of your fingers, and and you're you turn into a horse. Yes, and it's not just your voice that's hoarse; it's no. your entire body. <laughs> <laughs> the flu sucks get your flu shot don't turn into a horse and have locusts come out of your butt it's mm-hmm. just not that fun it's not and worth it's it. not good for the people around you mm-hmm. it's really contagious. nobody nobody wants butt locusts no. like you're gonna catch butt locusts so easily it's that's true listen when the when the locusts smell your your butthole they just go right up in there and it's really it takes like about a week for you to get for you to get all of them out of there. It's it's not a comfortable like or pleasant situation. Anyway, because my voice was kind of uh, and I was really under the weather, and just the general swarm of butt locusts making the audio kind of crap. We we just didn't have we didn't want to record, and we didn't. It came on too late for us to have a backup plan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was last week's issue. We apologize. We're getting it through this week. So we got two weeks of football to talk about. We could just like brush over the stuff we probably missed last week's discussion mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. get on to this week since that's what's relevant now. And yeah. last week is so week 10. Oh, God. yeah. No, well, I want to I want to start if we're going to talk about last week, we can start by man, are the Giants the worst team in the league or not? They're, they're, oh, yeah. they're still winless. Yeah, and... they're. They're not winning another game. No, I it's, don't. I don't. Yeah, you look at the rest of their schedule, and it's it's really tough for them. I like they have to play the Chiefs next week. Which I the mean, Chiefs started five and zero, and like they've they've tempered off a little bit. But Andy Reid coming off a bye is a notorious, legendary. notorious situation. Yeah, yeah you, you never want to. You don't come beat up him against Andy Reid coming off a bye. I mean, you can say what you want about time management, clock skills, but. I forget his record is something insane off of the bye. I, I don't have the actual numbers in front of me, but it's ridiculous. So, and and add to that the fact that the Chiefs maybe not anymore. I mean, definitely not anymore. But for a while there, we thought they were the unquestioned best team in the NFL. Alex Smith mm-hmm. came back down to earth a little bit, and so did the rest of the team. But, geez, the Giants don't have a chance. If you lose to a winless 49er team in week 10 God, and yeah. you're not you're not beating the chiefs on andy Reid on by like here's an interesting stat for you mm-hmm. the giants have given up a touchdown to a tight end in 10 straight games or something equally ridiculous i think it's wow. 10 straight games wow and who are they going up against next week they're going up against travis kelsey Obviously, Travis Kelsey is going to score all the touchdowns yeah. against the Giants. Yeah. There's going to be so many touchdowns in this game against the Giants. It's going to be unreal. Mm-hmm. We're probably going to see a lot of interceptions, and they're all going to be from Eli Manning. Nobody else would throw in interceptions. No, like, I mean, Alex Smith, you can say what you want about him, but he usually takes care of the ball. Even at his worst, it's like he's a checkdown machine. Mm-hmm. And we're not going to see any real weirdness out of Andy Reid or the Giants explicitly that's gonna 
cause any weirdness. It's just, I mean, just going to be Eli pick after Eli pick after I mean, Eli sack after mm-hmm. Eli pick. Why would they, right? It wouldn't really make sense for any of these these coaches to get super uh, creative, I guess, with their play calling or or game management. It'd kind of be, it would just be a very weird thing to see. Let's move on to some of the other teams that uh, did so. So the uh, Packers beat the Bears. Yep. Yep. And so maybe the Packers are going to be okay under Brett Hundley. Maybe. Brett, Brett Hundley looked, um, well... I mean, there's levels of competency, right? But it's a stopgap, obviously a stopgap. Really, all he has to do is kind of limp the Packers along to a wild card spot. I'm still not sure about the Vikings. The The NFC North is is pretty kind of wide open at this point. At least, you know, as far as the, the top three teams go. Uh, the Bears, or not the Bears, rather. The Lions, the Vikings, and the Packers. So, I don't know. I think Brett Hundley could do it. I think he could do it. I mean, let's look at his schedule. Next week, they've got the Ravens mm-hmm. in Lambeau. And yeah. The Ravens are struggling so much offensively, mm-hmm. which is going to help the Packers because the Packers, like, they need help on offense. They do. And so this will be a low-scoring game, but the Ravens suck. That's the and thing, right? It's, it's, you have, you have. Like, these... the Ravens aren't going to be in the playoff picture whatsoever. No. The Ravens are, like, they're, they're, ta- they're, like, kind of sniffing it at this moment. Mm-hmm. But let's be real. The Ravens are not ever going to be in playoff contention. This in, is ridiculous. It's a shame because their defense is legitimate. It's just their, their, their offense has been doing absolutely nothing to help them out. Their, their wide receivers have been absent. And when they have been there, they've been dropping, like, decent passes from Joe Flacco. Mm-hmm. And so I, I don't see the Packers losing in mm-hmm. Lambeau mm-hmm. to the Ravens. No. Like, no. like it, some people are predicting, like, ridiculous things, like a Ravens shutout. Like, come on. No, come on. It's, come Get on. Out this ass. is the Packers in Lambeau. That's, that's just what the Packers do. Yeah. They're going to be fine. They're not going to be great, but they're going to be no, fine. No, they're going to be fine. You know, like win by a field goal or you know one score or something, and the game isn't going to look that close. Like the game is gonna, the score of the game is gonna be closer than, uh, than it actually appears on the field on the stat line. I think. I just want to let's bring it to some more interesting teams. Yes, um, please. The Jaguars. The Jaguars defeated their nemesis, mm-hmm. the even numbered week. They did. They finally broke the curse. It's this is amazing. It it really is. It's it's absolutely crazy. I we I can't I can't I can't say it. I want to say it, but do you do you think? I mean, they're going to make the playoffs, right? Like like I think that I think that it would be uh disingenuous to say that no, they'll probably ha ha ha. It's the Jacksonville Jaguars. They're going to fuck up. Um, I mean, do you think they have any kind of shot at the AFC title? At the AFC title, I think they have... I think they're going to be a divisional round mm-hmm. loss. Okay. And whether that's... um, Like, I think they're going to win a wild card game mm-hmm. using defense, and then they're going to lose in the divisional round to a simply better team. Sure. Because as, as good as the Jaguars' defense is, and it is legit, this is a team that still has offensive problems. I mean, next week, they're probably going to blow the Browns out. I don't see them struggling against the Browns. No, no, no. I Listen, it's it's going to be a... 
I, I feel like you could just put the defense out on the field and they're gonna and they would probably score more points than the Browns would on offense. Yeah. So I that's that's kind of my that's that's my prediction for for that uh for that uh matchup. But uh yeah, I I think that I don't know. I, I feel like that they, they might have a shot. I, I feel like if I feel like they've been pressuring the quarterback a lot. So, so the question I'm asking is, could they beat the Patriots? Right. It's coded language. And I'm, yeah, that's, that's always the question. What teams right now can beat the Patriots to prevent the Patriots from winning another friggin' Super Bowl? Well, why don't we, we can go down the list. I, I will say, I will say the Eagles haven't looked at, they, they, I think they're still the best team in the NFL, but they haven't looked as strong. Uh, like that, that, that week's outing was not as, I guess, dominant as I maybe expected. Well, they were it on a bye be. this week. They were on a bye week ten. So we'll they're going to go against Dallas this week, and mm-hmm. I don't know. Dallas got beaten up by the Falcons because Zeke is finally actually suspended. Actually, like, yeah, it, actually it's, suspended. it's actually suspended. But I think this was just an anomaly for the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys will bounce back against the Eagles in prime time and give them one hell of a game. Well, you think that uh, one would expect that the fact that Zeke is actually out and uh, Alfred Morris is going to be the guy m- will give the running attack maybe a little bit more confidence. You can actually prepare for that kind of thing. You can be like, okay, Alfred Morris is our guy. We're going to practice all week. He's going to be in, he's just our number one guy. And there's no, yeah, it sucks, but there's no, none of this weird limbo anymore. This is like, the, the Cowboys are going to find their stride against the Eagles. This is November. The Eagles, they've looked unbeatable for now, but mm-hmm. just like the Chiefs, you're kind of just waiting for the moment they'll crack. I don't see them carrying this momentum into week 11. No, no, not at all. Not at all. So, but the other God. team that I think is really intriguing mm-hmm. in the NFC is the Saints. Oh yeah, yeah. Do you think they can keep this up? I think they can. I, I think they can. I don't know. Like, I think the Redskins are underrated, mm-hmm. and I think the Saints are a little too cocky right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, if the Saints can win against the Redskins, it it'll. I I will definitely one hundred be. 100% be on the Saints bandwagon. This is this is a, a an amazing turnaround from those first two weeks where all of us, you and me included, were We'd just like, off. oh, same old Saints. Well, we were also we we were bemoaning the um the the loss right of Drew Brees kind of. We were like is Drew is is he like is something up with him? Is he just done? Is he is he over? Is Drew Brees over? Has he finished? And I mean, we still haven't seen anything super, super amazing. Uh, you know, any any kind of wild fourth quarter, two minute left. Like, yeah, I oh, haven't seen him combat. unleash the dragon late yeah, in game. Yeah, we, deal. we we haven't seen that kind of amazing heroics from him yet. But he's uh, he has really kind of turned it around in a very real way, and and I think proved that. I mean, I guess much like Tom Brady did that early in the season, like uh, rumors of his demise were greatly exaggerated. Breeze, this is this is a really scary team and it's scary good. And I really enjoy watching them. I I think it's going to be great. Same. Same here. I, this is, we have an obvious uh, one and two 
team for the NFC seed situation going on here. Yeah. I don't. I think the Vikings maybe if they somehow pull off a hot streak. I don't know. Well, I don't know entirely if that's going to happen. It's it's funny that you say that because the the thing you were talking about teams that are fun to watch and just you're on the bandwagon. I'm all in for the Rams. The they, Rams. They they have outscored. Uh, they have outscored their previous. So uh, at this time last year, uh, they had scored fifty points less than they have this season. Wow, they they are a a dominant offense, and I don't know I don't know how the the Vikings are going to stop them. They've got a good defense, but Todd Gurley is a stud. Jared Goff has really come into his own, and he's not making that many mistakes. No, not at all. This is this is an imposing Rams team. It really is. I. It's they've got a harder schedule coming up, they but do. I think they're going to make it through it, and I think they're going to come out pretty much as probably the number three seed as long as the Saints keep going. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, I would do agree not with that. see the Rams slipping. I think this is we are on the Rams bandwagon to stay. The mm-hmm. Rams are charging full steam ahead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Book it. I Book do. It. I do want to say that it's it's very it's very funny. It's going to be very funny to see Jared Goff and Case Keenum together in the in the quarterbacks that jeff fisher almost ruined bowl (laughs) can we just i like all right so we all know case keenum's gonna crash down to earth but i do i do want to i like i assume it's gonna happen next week it was supposed to happen it's supposed to happen next week every week (laughs) i'm sorry i know when is it when is it actually gonna happen i i Case Keenum needs to be given some credit. He's playing lights out. He, you know what he's he really actually is. kind of reminding me of right now? Mm-hmm. Do you remember, I assume you do, the year where Jay Cutler went down and they stuck in Josh McCown? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And McCown was playing really well, more better than anyone ever would have expected or anyone thought he deserved. Chicago was in town for a while, yeah. He actually like got a contract and has mm-hmm. job and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. I'm kind of getting that vibe with Case Keenum right now, where he's yeah. got like nothing to lose, almost Fitzy style. So he's just going out there and fun slinging it every week. But nothing and because the Vikings have Diggs and Thielen, they're just mm-hmm. kicking everyone's ass. Yeah, it's just working. Yeah, yeah, and and that the other thing is it's it's kind of nice that they don't really. That that puts the pressure off, and this is like the most obvious thing in the world if you're a Vikings fan. But it it takes the pressure off of rushing Teddy Bridgewater back. Why, like why put him in? Why put him in if you don't need to? Don't 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 put Teddy Bridgewater back in yet. Like no, keep, can't keep Keenum in there until the Keenum bus wheels fall off. Yeah, well, you know? can, yeah, right. Because you will, they'll lock up. In my opinion, there and and this is like. <laughs> We're, we are we are exiting the bit right now, or at least I am. <laughs> um, I think I think the what Vikings. What bit, Sam? <laughs> we gotta we gotta keep up kayfabe. Yeah, or whatever right. it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is that the wrestling term? Yeah, it yeah. is. You know, you nailed it in one. Uh, I I think that the Vikings won't have much trouble locking up a playoff spot. I really no, don't. I think the Vikings are pretty much a shoe in for mm-hmm. the North at this point. Yeah, the Lions are going to be fighting, probably end up for a wild card. The Packers are out of it. That's but the that's Vikings. A smart the Vikings are definitely. It's going to be Vikings, Eagles, and Saints fighting for the top three slots yep. from the way it looks. And then probably the Rams. Honestly, I think the Rams are also going to be fighting for like the top 
the fourth spot, yep. the other divisional slot. Because yep. even this week, I th- I think the Rams are still going to pull through this tougher part of their schedule. I do too. I And like, as much as we were joking about, you know, the, the fact that, ha ha ha, you know, their offense is so good. They're going to steamroll the Vikings. No, the Vikings are fucking terrifying. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> they are, they are and they have and the matchup that they have with their like defensive front matches up really well with LA's kind of uh we're going to run at you with Todd Gurley until you stack the box and then we're going to go over the middle right they they never if if they can't get Todd Gurley going early and if that's what they commit to they're kind of sunk but it usually works because Todd Gurley's a stud, so we'll see. Yeah. Anyway, let's let's get back into week ten mode here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's let's talk about a team that I think is very interesting right now, and that is the Buffalo Bills. Oh God. Yeah. So yeah. they they played the Saints, and obviously the Saints are a very good team. Mm-hmm. And I think that like this was this was a bit of a blowout, but and I, I don't think it's that indicative. I think Tyrod is still the guy. He, he, Absolutely the guy. Um, if he's not, I've he seen be. a lot of Bills fans clamoring for Doug Peterman. No, is his you, name just, you combined is, his name. I, is he Doug Peterson? You combined his name with Doug Peterson. It's fucking what? Nathan Peterman. Nathan, Nathan Peterman. Peterman. I couldn't tell you what okay. college you went to. I seen a lot of Bills fans clamoring for him. Uh, no. He's going to – he would suck. Like, Tyrod is your guy. The stupidest thing the Bills could possibly do is think that Nathan Peterman would be the best be place the right to choice. start against the Chargers next week. Like, that would be so stupid. It, it doesn't make you, you sense. You keep Tyrod in there. It doesn't make sense to me, really, for, for any any reason, any conceivable reason. I, he will likely not give you a better chance to win, right, it, first of all. Second of all – the where you are in terms of like wins losses any kind of playoff hopes that you might have putting a, a and you're seriously considering putting a rookie in the bills are currently in the playoff picture yes that this is this is like if you put nathan peterson P- peterman peterman <laughs> yeah if you if you it's, put it's not hard. doug peters if you put not doug peterson in there mm-hmm. you've you're, you're you're giving up the season and you're doing the same old Bills thing where you start strong and then fail in the stretch. What, Which doesn't make any sense because it's not like you're just outside the playoff picture. You're no, in you're, the playoff picture. In Why you're would you it. not start Tyrod? No, yeah. T-Mobile, come on. So I, I think the Bills will come to their senses and they'll probably have a bounce back game against the Chargers with yeah. Tyrod. Like, I, I I think there'll be like some, some Peterman uh, truthers. Who will still think he's good? It'll be like, oh, he'll throw five touchdowns. It's like, eh, come on, no, right? Eh. Well, so so that's the thing is is that that's going to be the annoying thing that if they do start Tyrod Taylor, and and they lose, that what's going to end up happening is you're going to keep hearing people calling for Tyrod's head and be like, put in Peterman, put in Peterman, put in Peterman. He couldn't be worse than what we have now, and we won't really have proof, right? We won't. We won't know. There's always going to be the question. There's always going to be the people on the sidelines would be like, "Well, uh, Peterman would have won that game, you know. Mm-hmm. Peterman, Peterman would have done it." And of course, we know they're wrong. Like we don't have to see it because 
we're... <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to call us brain geniuses, but... You know, Tyrod Taylor isn't a bad quarterback, and you're in a league... Having decent quarterbacks is at a premium right now, right? I don't need to I don't need to see Nathan Peterman play to know that he is not gonna be as good. I, I Peterman, he's trash. I, I don't need to see him. He's just another dude. He'll probably end up starting for the Browns in a couple years. Like that's when we'll finally be like, Oh hey, it's Peterman. Go Peterman and then he'll throw like I don't know like five picks or something like that seems like something a peterman would do that's yeah yeah probably <laughs> uh, five picks is a little ridiculous that's like like nobody throws re- like you ha- you have to really try to throw five picks like come on i was gonna say that's... like you, you have a rookie in it's it's like if you throw five picks you probably have completed like what six or seven and the game's probably in overtime because, like, throwing yeah. that many interceptions, no it takes a long time, even for bad quarterbacks, to throw mm-hmm. that many picks. Mm-hmm. It's obscene. Like, it, all right, I, I, I try not to exaggerate. I know we exaggerate so much, but no, Peterman will not throw five picks. I, I, I apologize for my hyperbole. No way. No way. No way. You think? Well, that's that's the other thing. Is even why? How would they let him get to five picks? Right, when you have Tyrod no. on the bench, you, you you think that like even if they even if they fuck up, not well, even if they're like, hey, I'm gonna well, let's put in Peterman bench, give the fans what they want, and and bench Tyrod because of this two game skid. Let's see what Peterman has. You'd think like maybe they give him one pick, but you'd think. As soon as he, I think he gets. In. I think he gets three picks. Okay. Because right now, Tyrod Taylor only has three picks on the entire season. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. again, like, why do you bench that? Yeah. That's pretty good that's stuff. Pretty. Yeah. That's decent. I think he gets a three pick window once because two one pick could be like okay mm-hmm. one pick is just one pick you you could write off one pick for everybody mm-hmm. two picks that's a bad day. Mm-hmm. Three picks is a disaster game, and you and you gotta think about getting the guy out there because something's not working. Well, that, that's the thing. I, I no one. I'm I'm just looking now because there's no. Uh, first of all, no quarterback has ever ever thrown five career or five interceptions in his first start. Ever. It's never happened. Ever. Uh, well, ever. I'm sorry. No, since Ed, no, since apparently, I'm sorry. I I I didn't read ahead. Keith Null threw five interceptions in 2009 when he started for the Rams. I have no idea who that person is. I've never. I, I've are never you heard sure that. this is a real article or this is a real person? I don't Keith know. Null. I don't. That know. person doesn't exist. Yeah, it's Sam. literally stop, his stop, last name. Stop is lying. Null. Okay, okay. I can. I can say at least. No quarterback has thrown five interceptions in the first half since before uh, before the merger. I just like it's there's no there's no way. Why would you why would you let that happen? Keep Peterman out of there. Mm-hmm. The Bills. There's no way the Bills are going to be the Bills again. Like I had faith in the Bills this season. I drank the Kool Aid. I'm I think the Bills can weasel into the playoffs. They're they're just having like that midseason like ugh. But this is a new regime. This is this is new. Like these people are new. They're not the same old Bills. Mm-hmm. They're not gonna be the same old Bills. They're, no, they're, they just lost to a better team in the Saints. Yep. It's perfectly acceptable. Like it's perfectly understandable. It's 
they're not going to be the same old bills. No, no, and nor nor should they be. They shouldn't want to be. Absolutely the same old bills. not. And I, <sighs> I, I think that's organizationally that's a problem I actually have with a lot of with a lot of these teams that are in the hunt this year. That they, they're they're kind of holding on to these like they're they're waffling up between between quarterbacks and on on personnel decisions in in very frustrating ways for me yes it's it's just a weird season so far it really is it's been a very strange season so far but you know one thing that i think we can all count on Mm -hmm. mark Mariota's back baby oh yeah he's back and he's back to stay he's back to stay the Titans took down the Bengals mm-hmm. in a ridiculously close thriller. Yeah, uh, it's it's the mustache. It is Mark Mariota is back. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. the mustache. Mark Mariota is back. He he walks outside. He's like, uh, kids, uh, let's stop playing this game and let's actually uh, get some work done here. Mm-hmm. Let's 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 just dig this garden out and like replace the gutters. Let's we got to get this done. And they got the work done. The Bengals were the work, and they got it done absolutely mark Mariota is back baby Mariota is going to be aces for the rest of the month just don't don't shave that don't shave that mustache don't shave that don't mustache and shave you're all the good mustache. all good don't shave the mustache Mariota. Mm-hmm. just keep it it's mm-hmm. beautiful mm-hmm. when do we start talking about ben roethlisberger speaking of um, the Steelers and and his and his kind of Oh, the Struggles. Steelers have absolutely completely regressed. I mean, how do you barely beat the Colts? That's the thing. Like, you, know, you got you, the, you, you got to come win, back right? to beat the Colts. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, mm-hmm. this is the Steelers are pathetic. It's it's just not. It's really not a good look, especially for for an offense that really should be the best in the country. They should be. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, yes. you, you have you have what is in my opinion the strongest receiving core in the nation and that's like just with two receivers between Juju Smith Schuster and Antonio Brown you should be throwing for 500 yards every single game I, I, I don't know what's up you know I, I don't know what's up no. with I, I don't know if it's uh, Big Ben I don't know if it's the O-line I, you know, I don't know if it's Antonio Brown and Juju Smith-Schuster just kind of like not running routes right, but there's uh, there's something wrong. Um, like Le'Veon Bell hasn't really gotten going the the way that a lot of people who drafted him in fantasy thought he might. I don't know. It's just it's I I think the Steelers are breaking. They could be in for I, like I, I think. I think the Titans are going to wipe the floor with them. Yeah, they could be in for a real rude awakening if if things continue this way. It's, I'm very excited to see it. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 listen, if anything else, it should be it should be like fun and close, right? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if I'm ready to predict the upset, but I, I think that I think that a bad Steelers team, uh, or maybe not a bad Steelers team, but a Steelers team without any kind of momentum that's struggling in a lot of important ways on offense that are integral to their identity as a football team uh, coming up against the Tennessee Titans team that is red hot. I, I don't know. I don't know. Right. It's tough. I, I got to stay behind my pick and sure. just no, say that the Titans are going to win the 
AFC South this year. Mm-hmm. I think the Jaguars are going to be the wild card. Okay. I think the Titans are going to win the AFC South, and I think it's going to be on the back of Mark Mariota. It's his performance this month that sets that team apart. Yep. Mr. November, Mark Mariota. Mm-hmm. You think Mark Mariota has a really good Thanksgiving? Oh, I bet he does. I, I bet he does. I bet he starts like he starts his Thanksgiving preparations on the Monday before Thanksgiving. I bet he's. You know what I like about Mark Mariota is he doesn't put his Christmas lights up until December. Nope. No. No, sir. No, sir. He's he, he understands the value of Thanksgiving. He understands the value of appreciating fall while we have it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I bet he actually always just kind of smells like fallen leaves like all year round he smells kind of like a campfire Mm -hmm. yeah like he smells like autumn and he's got like that campfire musk to him Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. like oh like this campfire's been around he's got a little bit of coal soot on him yeah he smells good yeah yeah like the uh, listen you go to you go to mark Mariota's house uh for for thanksgiving and the first thing you smell because he's he has raked his lawn um and disposed of the leaves in a big metal barrel and he's burnt the leaves in a very safe manner he has two fire extinguishers on site uh his kids are all playing in the yard um very far away he's got a big yard uh very far away of course he lives he lives towards the end of a a slightly more country road he doesn't he's mark mariota's not a suburb guy no you look at him he's 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 not a cookie cutter suburb guy who goes to his office job he's it's actually pretty tough on uh on the evite that he sends out for for thanksgiving he actually has to he's got one of those houses where he kind of still have to get directions from the driveway even though there's like nowhere else to go the driveway is like pretty long it's just like very it's one of those driveways that's actually like three different houses yeah. of a driveway yeah. and all the uh all the mailboxes are like tucked right at the end of the cul-de-sac mm-hmm. but then there's another there's it's just like this long driveway that goes to three different houses and mariota's is mm-hmm. the farthest one he has eight... deep in the woods they have deer that wander through the backyard every once in a while and Sometimes Mark Mariota shoots him and eats him for dinner. He has eight different red and white checked dress shirts. They all look the same, but but he has he knows they're different and wears different ones for different occasions. He has he has uh-huh. one for like he has one for grilling, he has one for doing the housework, he has one for building decks. I I, I had Mark Mariota build my roof. Oh yeah. When it, that what we were we we needed a new roof mm-hmm. and he was the most reliable guy in the area. I was gonna like, say, did you did you check him out on Angie's list? How was his reviews? Oh, it it was great. Like, but it was back when he was still in Oregon because ah, sure. obviously, obviously, you know, like we're in Oregon. He's he was in, in Oregon area. at the time, mm-hmm. and like because obviously football players in college are completely and utterly exploited by the NCAA. Yeah. He needed some money, and he was using his handyman skills to just like build some decks hey i i need a fire pit can you help me out mark mm-hmm. and like it was only during november but if you caught him it was great mm-hmm. and he was he was wonderful to work with five stars across the board there was only like one one star review and it, was, it was by oregon state so oh uh, yeah you, you can't really take too much from that right you can't you can't give that one too much credit 
So, yeah, he, he just came over. He did, like, a quick replacement roof. He had all the best shingles. Like, everything's been completely sealed since then. It's been wonderful. Thank you so much, Mark. He's been a dad since he's in college, and that's that's not something that many of us can say. No. Like, when we were in college, we were still so immature. Mm-hmm. We're going out. We're, we're drinking all night. We're just, like, doing terrible things to our bodies. We're just being immature, dumb, and this person's already light years ahead of us in maturity yeah you gotta hand it to the guy you you really do you really do he's gonna have his (sighs) he's gonna he's gonna have a time with the Steelers he is gonna absolutely he is gonna build a deck and then drop it on the Steelers he's gonna have enough time to just build (laughs) in the pocket to literally (laughs) The, the Steelers are going to get into it. the pocket. They're finally going to get into the pocket, and they're they're just going to fall into a fire pit and get roasted. Yeah. And then uh, he's just going to like chuck a touchdown and like roast a marshmallow mm-hmm. over the remains of James Harrison. It's going to be great. Oh man! Then he's going to pull out the guitar, play some Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young tunes. Oh man, mm-hmm. that'll be great. And then someone will ask him, "Hey, you know, why don't you play that uh, new pop song that's out?" And he'll be like, "Nah, that's not real music." Yep, yep. And then he'll play another Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young's Young song. No, nah, no, nah, I think I think they'll play some CCR. Oh, okay, fair. That's that's yeah. a, that's 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 another hot hot choice. I I love you, Mark Mariota. Just you keep being the best dad possible. You keep being you. Never change. Let's talk about another team in mm-hmm. the AFC South. Let's please. So against this is one of the reasons why I'm so on board with the Rams is even against the Texans defense they scored 33 points. Yeah, yeah. Tom Savage, God. Uh, Savage Detective, Savage, Savage Detective. Yeah, yeah. He by the way, by found the, way. the end zone once, and that was it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I. <laughs> I mean, do you think? He will again, like for the rest of the year. Oh, I don't see Once Tom Savage on the Texans winning a game again. Yeah, yeah. Like they'd have we'll to go against Blaine but... Gabbard or something ridiculous to win a game mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, no, no team is going to be dumb enough to start Blaine Gabbard in 2017. Well, and even if even if they do, there's no way he's going to put up any kind of decent numbers. No, no, it's it's gonna be like a twelve to nine game. Yeah, it's gonna really. be so bad, unwatchably bad. So so many so many field goals, so many, so many like they're not even outs. they're not gonna be field goals that were earned no. by the offense. They're gonna be field goals that are earned by turnovers in their own territory, or like a bad, punt. and then the other, and then the offense can't do anything with it. So uh-huh. like the Texans will be on. The no like the twenty their own twenty two yard line and then Tom Savage will throw a pick and then the Cardinals I guess they're playing next week mm-hmm. they have to they're gonna be like oh okay and then they just have uh, two runs up the gut for nothing yeah. um, a false start to move back another five yards and then they kick a long field goal and that's like the difference in the game mm-hmm. right there yeah just. Bad football yeah. all around. We're not going to see any points. Yeah, no, don't, don't. If there's one game I think you can skip comfortably, it might be that one. I think no matter what happens, that game is completely and utterly skippable and no one will watch it. I mean, that's the kind of game you literally forget even happened until yeah. you're doing a bit two days later. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> 
when you're doing a bit two days later about how good the game actually was. <laughs> Sorry, broke kayfabe. That's there. that's fine. It was it was for another good joke. But while while you've done that, I do want to say that like. Thank you. We actually got a lot of really good feedback uh, for the Tom Savage PI bit that we did. Uh, Savage. Detective. Yes, I'm. I'm very pleased to hear that you guys enjoyed that mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. That's. I. 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 I don't know. I'm. I'm speaking for myself, not Dave. But I'm. I'm happy to to do more of that, and I'm. I'm glad to hear that you guys are into it. As well. I'm already starting to think about other things we could do. Like maybe we could do a skit about Mark Mariota yeah. on his average dad day. Oh yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. We we bring the flow back. Do a little radio drama for that. I mean, the the possibilities are literally endless. Especially when we get to the off season, we can just get fuck wild with it too. And when I'm not totally sick, that's true. Yep. Things. So if you guys have ideas for future radio plays or things like that, or things you'd like to hear us do, go ahead and give us a shout-out. Yeah. We're very happy you guys liked what we did last week. We're also sp- or two weeks ago, I guess I should yeah, say. Yeah, that's true. We're both also super responsive on Twitter, so, like, don't, I mean, don't be afraid to ask. Yeah, we're losers and spend all of our time on Twitter, yep. so definitely tweet at yep, us. D- that's, that's definitely where I'm the most active. <laughs> not not just on the internet, but in general. Yes, in general, like like it just in life, mm. I'm most active on Twitter. Active. Like I get up in the morning and I just kind of stare blankly in a space, but then I get on Twitter and things are okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My actual life is so incredibly boring. <laughs> <sighs> it's dull, gray. Everyone, everyone literally lives in grayscale in my actual day to day life. Everyone lives it's... in sepia scale in mine, so that's that's pretty uh-huh. that's pretty appropriate, I guess. Since we're gonna get off, we're getting slightly off topic here. I just, I want you to tell the story about you in the Chicago theater. Oh, because fuck. I want to hear it for myself. Yeah. All right. Well, okay. So this is, um, this is a bit of cross podcast. I I don't know if I can call it promotion, but it's because of a um, uh, another podcast that's much more popular than ours that that did some live shows in Chicago. I've mentioned it before. It's called My Brother, My Brother, and Me. And it's hosted by the three McElroy brothers, Griffin, uh, Justin, and Travis. And they were doing a live show in Chicago. Uh, so I figured, you know, I'll go. I sent in a question, and they actually answered it. Um, this So the, the really funny thing, I don't want to spoil, like, too, too much of it, because the episode in question is like is going to go live like it's going to be an episode of their podcast that they're going to post so like i don't want to i don't want to bungle like their reading of my question or any of the or any of the jokes in it but long story short uh this whole bit ended with me in the chicago theater in a pair of shiny silver heelys for anyone who doesn't know which i'm sure because i honestly didn't i always just thought they were shoes with roller skates in them i didn't realize they had a name yeah but it's those shoes that look like shoes but then they people normally kids under the age of 10 yes kick up, yeah, yeah. Kick, kick up their their feet and they kind of slide along the ground because there's like little wheels in the heels there's one yeah there is there's a wheel in each of the heels so if you like put your toe up you can kind of like you can kick off and like slide on them a little bit 
Um, Again, these were really popular among people who are younger, younger than 10, about younger than 10, 10 years ago. About 10 years ago, <laughs> yes. They were very popular, like, between 1995 and Anyone who would wear them now is just absurd. Yes, absolutely. I, listen, I am not disagreeing with you. Um, uh, but you can also take the wheels off and wear them as normal shoes, too, if you want to. If you want to do that, but then what's the point? Anyway, this story ends with Justin McElroy... Uh, inviting me or coercing me into and i was happy to do it so i guess it's not coercion uh telling me to uh healy down the aisle of the chicago theater uh during during this performance so there's a video of me doing that and then i was like if i'm gonna do this i'm gonna just kind of go whole hog and just be my truest most absurd self so i dabbed while I was doing it too. Um, there's, there are gifts. There is video online. Uh, just in case you needed validation that you're cooler than someone who has a podcast. Yeah, really, this is it right here. really. I, listen, I, I feel like <laughs> we can this go is simultaneously back to Google... awesome. And I also simultaneously hate. You. Yeah, I know. That's what, that is the same response I got from everyone. It's, this is like, you are this, this has, I think at least for me, uh, confirmed me as an absolute goober and not a cool guy. I mean, the fact that you even went out and purchased Heelys. Well, I didn't go out. I got them, uh, I got them delivered. I bought them online. I, I, did the delivery man come up to you just like, um, so are these for your kids? <laughs> I don't know. I got them, so I got them from, uh, from journeys.com and they actually came in a uh, very discreet and unmarked <laughs> packaging it's really it's, it's like ordering a sex toy or something yep it, it was it was it was really really funny because it was the shoe box was shipped in a in another box that was like just the size of the shoe box and not uh not really you couldn't distinguish it from anything else there was no branding it was just like shoes sz11 deliver to sam Grez's. <laughs> Oh, Joe. Oh, Sam. A team told me it was cool. Oh, okay. As long as someone thought it was cool, I'm glad you're a hero to them. Yeah, yeah. That's that's ultimately what matters, Sam. As long as as I can put a face, a smile on the face of people who laugh at me, yeah, I've done it. Hooray. Hooray. So, yeah, keep your your eye out. I'll, I'll, like, tweet when that episode comes out because, uh, you know, I'm I'm kind of excited for it. Are you gonna tweet the video of you going down the aisle? Yeah, I have already. So here's here's the uh, here's the other thing is apparently you know if you ever um, get married, you have to do that at the wedding. Oh God, right? yes. Yeah, I mean it's because it's, if it's if now, if huh? a woman looks at you healing down the aisle of the wedding and stays with you, you found that's her. yeah, that's real. I can't, I can't, I can't leave. Yeah. Or I would be an idiot, too. Yeah. You would be a complete fool to leave someone who would be okay with that. Yep, absolutely. Uh, Justin, apparently, Justin McElroy uh, was taking video of it the whole time. Like, he made me wait until he could get his phone out to take a video. So I'm assuming that when the um, when the podcast goes up, he'll post that video, too. So, yeah, let's keep an eye out for that. I just want to say our podcast turnaround time is like two days, one day to record, one day to edit, mm-hmm. and then it's up. Mm-hmm. 
these guys can't even do that. Nope. Total total losers. Total, total amateurs. Why, why are we not the, the king hour. of podcasts? We're the best. Mm-hmm. My intentional, my sounding in me. That was <laughs> not not great. <laughs> not my best that, goof. Oh, that was ugh. not great. Ugh. Not not very ugh. good. <laughs> okay, what else happened over the weekend or over the week? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think we ran out of uh, games to do our bit. Yeah, with, we we did, we so. did. So, and and it's really funny that the genius of that bit that we both kind of stumbled into it was that we really, covered both weeks. We covered both weeks at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, we. <laughs> We didn't discuss this before the podcast. That was just something. No, that we, we just we just kind of rolled with yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, and, and now worked. I'm realizing the genius of what we did. Oh no! Wait, we got we got one game we could still yes try and yes do yes it. let's do it let's okay. do it let's do it. So I mean, all right, this is week ten. Yeah, right, we're everybody. back back week in the time machine. Crazy. I guess the uh, the uh, Fitz curse is definitely coming true. Oh yeah, because yeah. Ryan Fitzpatrick Buccaneers beat the Jets. Um. Is this going to happen again? <laughs> is Jameis is James done? Is Fitzpatrick going to take the Bucks all the way? Do you think they can win next week? I I don't. I mean, no, no. <laughs> I, just, just because, just because. I think that. Listen, uh, say say what you want. Say what you want about about Jay Cutler, but it's been a while since he was knocked out of a game. Yeah. Uh, and he, I mean, if you, if you look at this as a quarterback battle, because I think he can, I think in a lot of other ways, these teams are very, very similar, uh, especially with Mike Evans underperforming and Kenny Stills, I think overperforming. I think that their receiving core looks very similar. I think that their rushing attack, both of them are kind of mediocre, uh, so I yeah I I see no reason that Jay Cutler won't have his way with these uh, with these Buccaneers. Some people are saying that like Matt Moore belongs in there over Jay Cutler. No those people are no those way. people are nuts. Garbage. Like no, Garbage. you got to keep Jay Cutler in there all the time, one hundred percent of the time. Mm-hmm. He's the answer. He's he's just the answer. Yep, Jay Cutler is the answer to everything. Listen, coming from a former Bears fan. So okay, Cutler, the best but... the best quarterback the Bears have ever had. <laughs> Never forget yeah. that. Uh, everybody never, never forget. Seriously, everybody never forget that Jay Cutler was the best quarterback the Bears have ever had. Blows my mind I, I, over I, and over and over again. I, I, that's the reason I keep saying it. Whenever it comes up, I feel like I need to remind everybody that Jay Cutler, like on paper and I think in action too, is the best quarterback that the Chicago Bears have ever had. It's fucking buck wild. So yeah, don't don't bench me for for uh, for Matt Moore. Even listen, he got his bell rung a lot in Chicago, and he like he was famously like he had like shoulder and collarbone stuff that that kind of sidelined him. I think that I think that he's a little bit more resilient now. He looks to still be in playing shape, even though like even though he wasn't really expecting to play. I think he's done a lot better for the Dolphins than we could have expected um and beating up beating fucking ryan fitzpatrick isn't that hard of a isn't that tall of an order so i think he's gonna be fine it can't be that hard right no 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 no. ryan fitzpatrick 
will be just fine. Especially, again, especially with Mike Evans kind of laying goose eggs for the past, like, three weeks. The, do- yeah. the Dolphins, like, the Dolphins' D-line is good enough that they'll be able to put pressure on Ryan Fitzpatrick and, like, not let those kind of routes develop. I don't, I don't think that, I don't think that he, I like, I think that he's going to notch another goose egg and, and probably like end up with like around 20 receiving yards in a, in a losing effort. Absolutely. Ab-so-friggin-lutely. So that was pretty much it mm-hmm. for our gimmick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess, I guess. I guess technically we could have done it with the Seahawks, but who cares? We could cares? have done it with the Seahawks. We could have done it with the, the with Seahawks the... are like yes. the Seahawks are surprisingly like irrelevant. Yeah, like they're not bad this year. I want to they're talk still about competing really for the playoffs, but like no, I don't care about them. Mm-hmm. I don't hate them. I don't dislike. They're just they're just they're there. Just there. I'm, yeah. I'm far more interested in the Rams. I'm yep. Same here. Who, Same here. Who cares about the Hawks? Yep. Like. Uh, they're not they're not as exciting as as they were as they once were unfortunately the seahawks are continuing their extremely slow slide into irrelevancy yep yep they peaked real fast Mm -hmm. and since that peak they've just started to slide a little bit every year i mean they they won the super bowl then they barely lost the super bowl Mm -hmm. then they didn't make the super bowl Mm -hmm. and they and they lost in was it no it was the divisional round against the panthers and then they lost in against last last year to the falcons yes yes and now they'll probably lose in the wild card game to um i don't know uh, 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 I always have uh, to look this up too. Whenever we talk about this, I've got to like look up uh, what's possible, what's not. I don't want to sound like an idiot on the internet. Oh no! Uh, let's say uh, I don't want to say the Lions. No, I don't think so. The Lions aren't going to win a playoff game. Yeah, I. That's that's always like it, it's not going to be the Eagles because the, like the Eagles are they're not going to play the Eagles because the no. Eagles are too good. Yeah. Yeah. It might be the Vikings. It could be. It could be the Vikings. That's a matchup that I would I would watch, actually. I, I would watch the Seahawks versus the Vikings, especially if it ends on a missed kick. Yeah, by, hell yeah. By, oh my gosh, by the same guy, by Blair Walsh. Can mm-hmm. you imagine that how awesome it would be if the Seahawks be lose crazy. to the Vikings because Blair Walsh misses? That would be the best thing to ever That'd happen. That would be a really kind of funny bookend. That, that, like, I, I mean it, the best thing to ever happen. Fire, fuck fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Seahawks losing because Blair Walsh missed the kick. Well, okay. Like, so, that is the best thing. So hold your tongue for a little bit because we would be remiss if we did not mention that we are, we are recording this on the anniversary of the butt fumble. Which is the best thing that ever happened in sports or ever. Really? That was... It happened today? It happened on so November 20th. The Buffalo... Everyone, just just take a bow. Yep. Just take a moment. Just re- Hey, where were you? To appreciate. Where were you when the butt fumble happened? I was, I was sitting on the floor in my living room in Maryland, flipping between the game and something. And like a movie mm-hmm. with my family in there, and we we had like turned on the game, 
and it was the Patriots. It was actually reasonably close. And we're like, oh, hey, mm-hmm. that thing happened. So we watched the game for roughly the 10 minutes where everything fell apart for the Jets. Mm-hmm. And then we were like, oh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> and that was that. And yeah, that was that was my experience with the butt fumble. We were all just like, <laughs> wow, yeah. that's pretty good. Like, I don't think anyone else really cared the way I did. Sure. Because I I appreciate history when I see it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And my parent like my, my family's not quite as big in on football, or at least football it is of the Giants. My parents are more of like Giants fans yeah, than they football are football fans. fans. Yeah. Whereas I'm a football fan who roots for the Giants. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I was the only one there who truly appreciated the magnitude of what I had just witnessed. Yeah. Just the sheer beauty of a man running into another man's butt and during a live football game. Yep. I, I I do need to I do need I think to, about that moment a lot. I do need to make a correction. It's it was actually November twenty second. Um so it was the Thanksgiving Day games. So we are this is going to be going up the week of the fifth anniversary of the butt fumble. So It'll be going up probably actually it probably will be going you'll probably be listening to this the on day the anniversary. of very nice That's yeah awesome yeah because i'll be editing it tomorrow mm-hmm. on the 22nd mm-hmm. so i mean today the 22nd today. so yeah if you're listening to this yeah, yeah. <laughs> i don't know when you guys listen to this whatever yeah. it's i don't know why we we, we say today is because that's clearly it, not it when never, it is never relevant it is never relevant <laughs> i remember that i was i had a quick succession of three thoughts uh when i saw the butt fumble for the first time my first thought was that he didn't, like, hit the guy's butt. Like, it, there, there was a certain element of disbelief. I thought he hit him in the lower back. I thought he hit. I thought he like ran into his. back. Yeah, or like I, I remember thinking like it, he didn't really run into him, or that, or like that there was like someone's arm got in the way and like and stripped him. Yeah, he bounced off. He bounced off like his back or something. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I and, like with his arm, that sort of deal. I, I, I remember specifically thinking when I saw it live, right that that it could it just couldn't be it couldn't be it couldn't be it would be too perfect things things like that do not happen in the world things that pure and that wonderful just don't happen and then they showed the replay and they showed it from an angle which was a little bit more ambiguous i think they i i think they showed it from like uh it, it might have been like a side view that was uh, where uh, Sanchez was slightly obscured by the rest of the line. And it was just to see if the ball came out and, like, he wasn't down. And, of course, he wasn't. The ball came out. It was a scoop and score. Wonderful. Um, and then I was like, oh, yeah, okay. It was just, like, a fun, like, scoop and score. Hooray. And then they showed another replay. And I think, and if I remember right, this one was from right, this is the, this was the replay that we all saw. And this is the one that we This know is the, the rear from. view? Yes. This was the rear view. The rear yep, view. The literal rear view, both, both ways, where it, the camera is like a little bit above Sanchez's head, right? And you see him run with the ball. And you see his neck snap back as he hits the butt and the ball come flying out of his hands. And I I just remember feeling this great warmth wash over my, my myself and emanate from like 
my chest, through the rest of my body, uh, and like a smile come onto my face. And, and, and you know it was real because it was the fucking Patriots that were scoring. Right? Yeah. Like, thank you, New York Jets. Thank you, Mark Sanchez. And thank you, Rex Ryan, for that moment. The best moment in sports history. The greatest moment in sports that has ever happened. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. The, seriously. Uh, like, real talk. Fuck the miracle on ice. Fuck the immaculate reception. Uh, hey, and hey, fuck Cubs. Fuck the Cubs winning last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, listen, so, I. You know what? You know what? Fuck eighteen and one. Oh yeah, hell yeah. Fuck eighteen and one. Fuck eighteen and one. It's, fuck. It's, uh, it's okay. Twenty-seven to three. Fuck. Um. Uh. Oh shit. What was the um. Uh. What was the other one I was thinking of? I can't remember. Yeah, fuck, uh, oh, fuck the, fuck, fuck three and one, right? Fuck either of the three and ones. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just, none of it matter. It's the butt fumble. No, no, because the butt fumble was something everyone could enjoy, even Jets fans. Especially Jets fans, I would actually, I would actually say. Because at that point, they knew Right, they knew that their team was was doo doo poo poo, and and like there's a there's a a sense that it didn't really matter at that point, win or lose. Right, the, the, when, when, that that was the game, right? Exactly, there. the game peaked. Yep. at that moment. And I I don't think you're talking about that the Patriots Jets game. I think you're talking about the game of football. I'm I'm talking about the game of life. Oh yeah. So. Oh shit. Yeah. Yes, sir. Uh, like almost everything bad that has happened recently is pretty much because we peaked. Yep. Oh god. We're never going to reach that level again. We're just going to slowly crumble into nothing. Uh, we'll all kill ourselves. It'll in nuclear hellfire. Everything will end. The, the world will be dust in the wind. It'll get sucked into a black hole after all life has been extinguished. We peaked. And honestly, I feel privileged to have seen the peak mm-hmm. of human existence. I agree. I agree. I do. I do want to. Uh, I would like to, since we are kind of at the end of our, of our short 60 minutes with you, our wonderful listeners. I want to end on a message of hope, if I could. Uh, sport in general and, and football, especially, there's that phrase, any given Sunday. Right, it, it, football is a sport where anything can happen, and oftentimes it doesn't. But sometimes it does. Sometimes we get a beautiful moment, like the butt fumble. And although, although I do believe, I think in my heart of hearts, that we have peaked with that with that moment. This is the five year anniversary, right? And this is a magical time. Usually the holidays get get kind of pegged as that wonderful, magical time of, of year where anything can happen and everyone is kind of restored to this childlike sense of wonder and, and kind of overcome with the sense of possibilities that are in the world. The possibilities for good and joy and happiness. And I would, I would challenge you. To watch the games this Thursday. Because who knows? 
Maybe, maybe we'll have but Fumble 2 Electric Boogaloo on our hands. And maybe everything will be okay after that. Maybe things will start getting better. Maybe. At the very least, we may be able to slow the descent. Yeah. So if, if, any, if any NFL quarterbacks are listening to this podcast, please do something funny. <laughs> <laughs> please do something really please funny. Please do something really funny and stupid for us, two idiots that are on Timelessly funny. Yeah, yeah. Do it for us. Do it for us. Do it for Twitter. Do it for every kid who still thinks Heelys are good. Do it for the Vine. Do it for the Vine. Mm-hmm. Do it for the Instagram story. Do it for the Gram. Do it for the Snap. Do it for the snap. Do it for the Facebook status from 2003. Yeah, there you go. Oh, man. Yes. Yes, sir. Was Facebook even a thing in 2003? I don't think it was. I don't know. <laughs> I actually it don't feels know. like it's been around. It feels like it's been around my whole life. Yeah, it, feel, like, it feels like it's only been around thing. for like a third. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not even. Yeah. Of my life. Jesus. Weird. That's so disturbing. It really is. It really is. There are people that have grown up only knowing a world with Facebook, and that terrifies mm-hmm. me. Welp. Uh, all right. Well, that's a good depressing enough note to end yeah, this week hooray! on. Yeah, <laughs> hooray! Hooray. <laughs> Dear God, what is happening to humanity? We just need another sample. Yes, yes. You can follow me at Sam Grozeszes on Twitter, S A M G R E S Z E S E S E S on Instagram at Robots Fighting Dinosaurs. Also on Twitch at Robots Fighting Dinosaurs. I'm not going to be streaming this week because of the holiday, but I'll be back at it again starting next week. Also, uh, please listen to my other podcast. It's called State Your Case. You can find it on Google Play, Stitcher, and... Shameless plug! Absolutely shameless plug. I I am over shame for for that. Hey, you can start by listening to the Oregon episode, the one that Dave is on. Sure, why not? Go for it. I'm Play Dave. You can find me on Twitter at Play Dave, on Facebook at the Play Comic, on Instagram at Play Dave, on Patreon, and of course on thedrawplay.com. Please send in any ideas you might have or any stories you might mm-hmm. want to hear. Maybe, maybe you want to know what Mark Mariota is up to next week. We'll find out. We'll we'll think of something, hopefully, and we'll see you next time. 